Bless the Lord, and welcome to This is the Day Ministries podcast series. I am your host and elder, Dr. Courtney Alexander-Harris. This is the day that the Lord has made. We shall rejoice and be glad in it. Welcome to March 14th, 2023. It is a beautiful day to be in the land of the living, regardless of what your situation is. Easier said, is it really easier said than to believe? That is up to the individual. I believe that God is in control. I believe that God will continue to provide for his people because his word declares it so. I have experienced and I have experienced that in my own life that God will provide. Amen. Um, Really quick. Stay out of Walmart. Stay out of Walmart. (laughs) There are so many the 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 mentality, the atmosphere of what Walmart is becoming is or has become is it's it's terrible it's sad the the things that you see on social media that's real life it's not something someone created uh on their computer and produced it is it is real life the the mentality of the walmart i i will i I would say collectively across the board is deteriorating and has deteriorated very much so and it's a reflection of the people um the reflection of the people that actually work there you know the you got to understand that those at the top their uh, their agenda is to make money right you go in and that's anybody you when you go into business you go into business to to make money to make a profit you go into business because you saw a need and you had an idea and you say, look, let me go into business and see if I can meet this need and make some money. Whether you're a nonprofit or not, there was something that you saw that you thought you could do something about. So considering Walmart is, is, was once hated, you know, I remember when Walmart kind of came around and, you know, everybody was like, man, Walmart is taking over because they were like the, 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 the latest and greatest one-stop shop for everything and their prices were lower than everyone at the time. Well, fast forward now to where we are today. You know, Walmart is everywhere. It's a household name. They've they've stayed in tack, stayed in tep, uh, excuse me, stayed in step with the times, meaning that they are not just a one-stop shop for whatever you might need coming into the store, but they're also um part of the the online phenomenon of shipping and product sales. So, you can Go in there and get what you want. You can sit at home on your computer or on your cell phone and get what you want. Have it come to the house, including groceries. But the reason I started out by saying stay out of Walmart because I have seen my fair share of videos with fights and all the drama and the the brawling that goes along with it and the the rodents running across the aisles. Um, I'm 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 disappointed to say that my local Walmart is um, from. From when I first visited probably five years ago to today, it's not the same. You, if you walk in there now, it, it, looks, it looks bad. It looks run down. It looks like it's not being cared for. And, you know, there's a time when you would, when you would see construction on a building or a, a property or the roads and everything would be nice and um, taped off and coned off and roped off, et cetera. But now it's just like, you know, in the midst of construction, it just looks like there's no bounds. It looks like um, the construction of this particular facility has taken over the whole store. It looks like they don't care about how it's being done. I mean, it it, it looks sloppy and it's really 
it's it's disappointing to see because it you know stores are part of your community. You want you wanted to see you want to see them look good because when they don't look good, it brings the rest of the community down. And when the the, the community starts to decline, then you you see it with the people as well. And far as the atmosphere of, of the Walmart itself, you know, I, I don't know what the I don't even know because I haven't spoke to a CEO or the, the, the district manager or, or whatever, you know, the boardroom members, if they even care so long as the money comes in. Because whether you're filthy rich or you are poor and receiving government assistance, $10 is $10 and $20 is $20, $20 you know, and that, at the end of the day, those numbers are going to add up to what they're going to be. So as far as the corporate exec goes, I don't know if they care whether or not it, it looks trashy or not, as long as they're, they're meeting that, that um, dollar mark that they want to achieve. And I hope I would hope that that's not the case because you know good leadership wants to see things taken care of. It's just, it's just good stewardship of if you're in charge of something, you want to make sure it's being taken care of. But I, I don't know where their mindset is because I haven't talked to them. All I know is what I see, and what I see is from just the the physical nature of the store to the workers there. the The mentality is poor. the The service is poor. The, even the dress is poor. It looks like people that work there, they just crawled out of bed and they, they put on a, a, a blue Walmart vest and said, here, I'm, here I am to work. And I just remember a time when that wasn't so. I remember a time when people, you know, looked decent when they came to work. You had that person that was bummy and, you know, they, they may have been, that may have the best they can do. But now it, it's, it's taken over just that one or two people that would come to work unpresentable to m- most, a lot of the people I will say I, I dare to say half of the people they just they just don't care, and it's shown in how they're presenting themselves because it says a lot about how you present yourself. And I'm not talking about wearing the latest greatest clothes. I'm talking about them being clean, not look like they were just balled up and you threw them on, not having stains on them, not shoes uh, uh, just totally not shoes not even tied up. I know you might not have the greatest shoes, but I mean at least they can be tied and they can be neat, but. I mean, in your hair, I mean, like comb your hair, like wash your face, you know, it, it's, it's like everything is run down and, and it's, we can understand, you should be able to understand why things are run down because when you, when fathers aren't in a home, then there's no discipline. And when there's no discipline, then there's chaos. When there's, there's no discipline, you have a lack of order. And this is what society wants with the whole defund the police and the Black Lives Matter issue. You know, they're pushing for that and have been pushing for that with the, uh, you know, white officer, black man crime. So, you know, we don't we're not going to get into that because we know that's a that's a distraction to get you emotionalized, emotionally involved in and not thinking about what the realities are. But the the realities part of the realities I do want to address is that their parents need to continue to raise up their children to be respectable and, and uh, God fearing people because and good, just just basic good citizens of the country that you live in, the cities that you live in. Why? Because. When you don't raise up your children to understand how to be respectful and to carry themselves, they're going to grow up and be adults that have no respect. So when you go into the store to to interact with someone that works at whatever store it is, and they're they're an adult, you're expecting a certain level of response. You're expecting a certain level of of intelligible conversation from the person that whom you're, whom you're seeking information from. 
But you have people that are just, they can't form complete sentences. They can't look at you in the face. They are just unprofessional is just the word. It's just unprofessional. Why is it unprofessional? Because when you are getting paid for something, then that qualifies you as a professional. So it, it's it's disappointing. You know, <clears throat> I was there today. I, I tell my family, I tell my wife that I don't go into Walmart anymore for these very reasons. Um, and I have I have stopped shopping there because of that. And it, it's just, you know, you when you have money to spend, you you want to you want to receive what you want and you want to feel good about giving your money for that thing that you, you're going to purchase to spend the money on. You know, when you when you spend the money, you're, you're grudgingly doing it. Then it, you it makes you think twice about if you want to continue to 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 visit that business because, you know, the service is going to be poor. That's just the fact of the matter is nobody wants to give their money away. You know, everybody wants to keep as much money as they can. That's the that's the goal. But when you do have to spend the money, you want to you want to be OK doing it, knowing that you're getting good service and good product. So. You know, we as people, we have to understand how much God has done for us, how much God actually has done for us. You know, we take for granted the life that we have. We take for granted that we're able to walk around, we're able to get up and and move around and to use two feet and two hands and two eyes and to smell and have our senses intact. We take that for granted. You know, we see people who are in wheelchairs and they need assistance to get around. We we don't we don't count our blessings to know, Lord. I thank you that I, st- I have full use of my my body to to move me around without having to have you know to depend on someone else to move me around. And it it it, it you can't get to that point because you it could be you, you know, it could be you depending on someone. It could be you who needs someone to to help you get up, to get in the car, to get out the car, to go to the bathroom. That could be you. So be grateful what God has done for you. As believers, be grateful that God has kept you in your right mind because your mind could be gone into the gutter. But it's by the Spirit of God is able to keep you, keep your mind stayed on the Lord. That that is a blessing in itself. You know, I've been reading through Exodus and you know, Exodus 15, 18, Moses says, he says, For the Lord shall reign forever and ever. For the horse of, verse 19, for the horse of Pharaoh went in with his chariots and with his horsemen into the sea, and the Lord brought again the waters of the sea upon them. But the children of Israel went on dry land in the midst of the sea. He's given God glory because he spared them from Pharaoh's army. He allowed them to cross the sea and allow the waters to close up once Pharaoh's army was, was pursuing them. That's, that's, that's a beautiful thing. <laughs> And just as God saved Moses and the children of Israel, the Lord shall reign forever and ever. Ever and ever is ever and ever. The Lord is still reigning today. So we as we as children of God, we have to continue to give God his due. Amen. We have to give God what he deserves. And that's all the honor, glory and praise. And that's our life. We we owe everything to the Lord. We may not have that that exact same testimony of of walking across the sea and and the Lord consuming our enemies in the water. But what testimony do you have? Because you do have a testimony. You do have a testimony. Give God glory for the testimony that he kept kept your mind, that he kept you um, from danger seen and unseen. He kept you on that expressway when you was doing 100. (laughs) He kept your, your children as they went out driving around with their friends. 
He kept your children at school. I tell you, too many times I get calls. You know, my my um, my son is in high school. You know, we we allowed him to go to high school from homeschooling. He wanted to go to high school, so that's cool. Um, but I tell you, the number of calls that we get from them having to lock down the school from some type type of threat that they've received, some anonymous threat they receive from a student about somebody had a gun or or somebody was talking about a bomb or et cetera, or somebody posted something on social media about they were going to do something at the school. You know, the time is wicked. These children are lost, and parents, you gotta you gotta engage, stay engaged. Please do not disengage because it is it, it's not good. It's not good. It is not good. The enemy, it, he's he is after the children, and he has many children because you, as the parent, have disengaged. You've allowed social media, YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, to raise your children, to educate your children. And that that is not that is not what God has designed. Your parents, uh, you as the parent, should be the one who is educating your children. You're supposed to be talking about the word of the Lord, things of God, all day long with your children. That's scripture. You ought to be doing that because you love your children and because you want them to um, to understand what God is requiring of them. That that's what you want for your children, right? Because you love them. You want them to understand what's really at stake. You want them to understand that, you know, the enemy is going to use people to get get under their skin. You you understand that, right? Because you go through the same thing as an adult. You know that the enemy is going to try to use use other people to get you distracted, to get you to 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 distort your testimony as a believer. Hallelujah to Jesus. Listen to Proverbs 3. My son, forget not my law, but let thine heart keep my commandments. For length of days and long life and peace shall they, shall they add to thee. Let not mercy and truth forsake thee. Bind them about thy neck. Write them upon the table of thine heart. So shalt thou find favor and good understanding in the sight of God and man. Trust in the Lord with all thine heart and lean not unto thine own understanding and all thy ways acknowledge him and he shall direct thy paths. Finally, three, seven, be not wise in thine own eyes. Fear the Lord and depart from evil. The word of the Lord is in, in encouraging you to depart from evil, to trust God, to keep the, the commandments of God ever before you. Bind them about thy neck. That's like having having a chain on. You know your favorite chain. You put it on, and you 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 happy about that chain. And and if it has any kind of special value, you remember you remember that every time you see it or touch it, or if it has a medallion on it or or charm or what have you, it it has a special place in your heart. It 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 makes you. Reminds you of something dear. Maybe it's a loved one, or, or your spouse, or your parents, or or a trophy, or something that you want. No different the word of the Lord, but even more important, the words of the Lord are power. They're they're life giving to us as His children, and we cannot forsake His word because it has life. It is going to get us out of those situations that seem to trouble us, that seem to have us defeated. But let me remind you again that you have the victory. Victory is mine. Victory is mine. Victory today is mine. 
Hallelujah. Absolutely. The victory is yours because you, we, we are already victorious. Hallelujah to Jesus. Walk in the victory that you have. How can you walk in the victory that you have? By keeping your eyes on the Lord. By trusting in God, not leaning to your own understanding. Your understanding is 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 limited if it's not rooted in the wisdom of God. Amen. Because everything about God is greater than us. His thoughts are greater. His his understanding is greater. His ways are greater. We we and that's why we must rely on the Lord. That's why we seek his face. That's why we look to the hills from what comes our help. That's why we rely and trust on God. So just getting back to these these stores and these places that we visit, understand again that these people need Jesus if they're not saved. And if you you can just look at people, look at their demeanor, they walk around so and they look so defeated. Because they are. If Christ is not the head of their life, they are defeated. And that's why you must let your light shine to show people that there is a great there is a hope that they can have to live this life and not be worried about what's going to happen, what's to come. It doesn't matter what's coming. We have the victory as children of God. It doesn't matter what happens in politics. It doesn't happen. It doesn't matter what happens between countries, China, Russia, Ukraine, America. It doesn't matter the conflict that's happening and that's coming. We have the victory in Christ Jesus. Amen. And that's what you have to stand on. Don't be bogged down with with rumors and rumors of wars and the 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 headlines of your favorite news station. God is in control. Amen. Amen. I've been your host and elder, Dr. Courtney Alexander Harris. I want you to stay encouraged. You have to stay encouraged because if you look at what's going on in the world, you're going to be defeated. And once you take a defeated posture, the enemy is coming in for the kill. Why? That's, that's his job. That's his MO, his modus operandi, to kill, steal, and to destroy. But we have the victory. Christ came that we may have life and life more abundantly. Walk in that abundant life, people of God, brethren. In the mighty name of Jesus, I pray these things, that you would take these words to heart and walk in the victory that God has already given us. I love you, my brother and sister, with the love of the Lord. God bless you. Until our next episode, stay tuned, stay focused, and share. This is the day.